All right, recording this 7.30, the 21st of May. Yeah, um, make sure to, yo, guys, make sure to subscribe to the channel if you're watching because, you know, it helps, thumbs up, it helps. Like, I saw, like, it's, like, 65% of the people who watch, like, brand new audience. If you're brand new audience coming from the interviews, you know, the Swin and the Cohen and all that, make sure to subscribe, guys. Uh, more more great content from me and Nolan. Um. I wanted to start off the pod with uh, the Kwame Brown situation, <laughs> which was probably the best thing on Twitter. Even with all the playing games, it's probably the best thing on Twitter right now. Oh, like, like, the, if you guys don't yeah. know what happened, right? So uh, on all the smoke, I guess, you know, Gilbert Arenas was there talking about his time in Washington. And he, of course, you know, Kwame Brown is always going to be the butt of people jokes since, you know, he was the first overall pick, which is, you know, about Kwame Brown, right? Him being the first overall pick, like in terms of basketball, like he is a bust. Like we can't get it fucked up, but he is a bust. But mm-hmm. in terms of life, he's not a bust. Like I understand, like you know, in life he's not a bust. Like in life, he took care of what he was supposed to do, and um, all the back and forth. What, what you think about it, Nolan? Um, yeah, I mean, like you said, like, I mean, it is important to keep in perspective, like that. Kwame Brown is a bust. Like, there's no, <laughs> no, there's no like quarrels about that at all. Yeah. But like, from some dude that's been, I think he was like the first player from drafted directly out of high school. Yeah, we got number one. Yeah. Yeah, like I mean, to be under like the microscope from the time you're 18 until now, and like this is the first time I actually know what his flipping voice sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if he. I'm glad that he's he's kind of like making something out of it, taking the most out of the opportunity. It's it's been it's been entertaining. Like it's been so funny to sit there and watch. Like literally, probably the best thing I've seen on the internet in like a few years now has been this. But I mean, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I feel I feel I'm glad that he's basically like I said, just like kind of like speaking up for himself and like making his own role out of it. Uh, what do you think about it? No, I, it's interesting, right? Because he said that uh, uh, Jordan drafted him with the intent to trade him for Elton Brand. And at the time, Elton Brand was putting up 20 and 10 and could have helped uh, those Wizards teams way more than Kwame did. And I could, and I, and knowing with Michael Jordan, like competitive and how much of an asshole he can be, to, especially if you're trash. That doesn't surprise me in the slightest to hear that. <laughs> yeah, right. Especially after watching The Last Dance. Uh-huh. Yeah, you could just you could tell what Kwame went through, especially an older Michael Jordan. Right, right, right. You know, isn't time for no rookie nonsense, eighteen-year-old kid. And uh, Kwame's career is like he's he's a serviceable. He was a serviceable uh, role player, right? He put. Oh, 10 yeah, years. yeah. He was never gonna live up to number one overall draft status. Yeah, I mean, only a few do, right? If you really right, look. right, yeah. But you know, he came right out of and. It, and to all fairness, that that was a pretty weak draft. Like Eddie Curry came right after him, Tyson Chandler. Like it wasn't the deepest draft, right? So uh, right. if they was gonna take a chance on somebody, I I guess that was I don't know. But quite like he he played ten years and he kept getting contracts. So uh, you know, I guess <laughs> it's just funny, right? Because he was coming. And people at, took uh, chances on him. The other other people saw the upside too. Apparently, I mean, the Lakers signed him after his initial deal. So I mean. Yo, he said, yo, he said, uh, yeah, me and Kobe scored 82 and we won. You saw the screens I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> Literally the combined total score of 82. <laughs> you saw this, well, but you saw the screens I was saying, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah oh, my God. It's, the whole thing is so ridiculous and over the top. How do you like that show? Have you uh, watched All of the Smoke? I've only watched it like once or twice, to be honest with you. I haven't really watched a ton of it yet. Uh, it's, it's a pretty dope show like you know they yeah no it. from everything i see it seems like it's pretty decent and like i mean even maybe we said that earlier like the Kwame brown stuff like, you can't like really be that mad about him for making jokes about <laughs> brown yeah, yeah. I, uh, think, I think that's like, the most like the best part of this is just like that from like a fan perspective you can kind of sit back and enjoy like every side of it you can enjoy like the revenge Kwame like side of it and you can also and like still like sit there and laugh at the fact that yeah he was still a bust though and like hey it's the best of all worlds as a fan and then the edits just make it a 10 times better oh dude, all, every <laughs> single one they keep getting better and better 
the one you sent me today with the ether the nas one had yeah. i was in tears i was like oh there's no way and then the hit him up one was hilarious oh uh, yeah dude yeah um all right um so uh switching it on to something that's way more serious um the playing games uh so in the eastern conference uh the wizards went up against boston and charlotte went up against the pacers uh tatum went for 50 like and, and and I told you that was the exact reason why I did not want to play him against like even now yeah. like even watching that because I watched that game a second time and in the second half they made adjustments like it was it was oh, pretty definitely. impressive it was pretty impressive what they did in the second half it was um, weird like, and I was watching most of that game too and like he scored Tatum scored fifty but like it was like a kind of like in a weird way it was a quiet fifty yeah yeah efficient yeah. as hell yeah yeah like I mean like it wasn't like I don't know. Whenever they told me, like on the TV, that he scored fifty, I was like, "Oh shit, he scored 50? Like, I don't know. They didn't. I didn't. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It was just a really efficient, good outing for him. And being like the best player on a team like that, and still being able to be that efficient of an outing is like super impressive. Yeah, for sure. And um, the Wizards just broke down defensively in the second half, and then uh, Westbrook and Beal couldn't get it offensively. Yeah, and Westbrook didn't look great. Yeah, yeah. And and he's pretty much the engine of that team, right? So if he starts, you know, not making his uh mid-range shots and the passes, he starts getting sloppy, you know, the 50 bomb is gonna happen. Um the Charlotte game against the Pacers, the Pacers just blew him out the water. I was expecting way more of a competitive game. What you thought about that? I was too, honestly. I mean, with like the mellow back. I mean, I know he hasn't really been like incredible coming back since the injury but i mean i expected the game to at least be competitive going into the fourth the fact that it was a blowout i think surprised pretty much everybody on that and and uh so bonus destroyed them like destroyed them and yeah it just and and it just emphasizes their big man problem right with uh they didn't even play bismarck they played tyler zeller like 40 minutes and had pj washington back in like it's it's a bad situation what they have in, at the center. They have to upgrade. They have to spend some money at that position. Yeah, I don't really know. I mean, there's options out there. I mean, you saw this year even with us signing like Nerlens to a one-year five million dollar deal. That there's always going to be some value bigs like that out there in the market that just don't really bring much to you on offense, but they're solid defensive bigs that you can find. Yeah, uh, switching over to the West, uh, you know, the Spurs and Memphis game, that was a really good game. Uh, Memphis came it out. It didn't look like it was going to be a good game. <laughs> yeah, but it ended up being a really good game. Uh-huh. Uh, I told you, like, when Memphis came out the gate, I texted you, I was like, yo, this game looks like it's over. Like, Memphis came yeah. out hot, and Valentunas looked like Shaquille O'Neal in 2000. <laughs> like, god damn. Yeah, and, I don't know any answer for that. And, um... It's funny because, uh, you know, uh, Jakob Pertl, their center, uh, he's like he's like listed as one of the best defensive big men, like statistically. Obviously, you know, if you're watching the game, it's a different story. But statistically, right, right. he's supposed to be one of the best uh, big men, and he just got destroyed. Him, Gorgie Jang, uh, Eubanks, who, who have that third string center that they have, like yeah. he was eating and it. Man, it's it was noticeable. It was it was really noticeable. What you what you thought about that game? Yeah, I mean, that game was like I mean, it was definitely better in the second half. I mean, like, I thought it was really impressive to see Jaw put together a pretty complete game because, like, I know a lot of people were comparing him to like not comparing him to Westbrook or players like that in the same vein as like their overall game, but just, like, the attack first point guard and saying that, like, he couldn't shoot threes and all this stuff. And not that he had a, an incredible game or anything, but, I mean, I don't know. Jaw just seems like one of the better young point guards that I remember seeing in a while. Yeah, no, he, he was really solid that game. Uh, this Spurs, man, I don't know. The Spurs, I, like, I can't just help but think about the Spurs that whole game. It's, I don't know what's their future. They're trying to go young. I don't know what they're going to do with the with the DeMar DeRozan situation, if they're just going to let him walk. Because if they let him walk, they could have traded him and got signed for him. They wasn't going to do anything this year. 
Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. It's a situation because, I mean, like, DeMar DeRozan, like, he's a good player. He has a spot somewhere in this league, definitely. But, I mean, just at what dollar amount does it make sense to, yeah. like, bring him back to the Spurs? Yeah, for sure. For sure. That, that's going to be a big question, like, if he stays with the Spurs or where he goes in free agency. Mm-hmm. Um, the Warriors and Memphis are supposed to play tonight. Uh, as soon as we get off this pod, I'm pretty sure the game would be on. Uh, what are your predictions, you know? Uh, which game, sorry? The Warriors and Memphis. Oh, this one tonight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, you know, everything in my, like, heart and gut, wants to say the Warriors because they just seem like the better team. I mean, you saw how close they played the Lakers. But then kind of like I was messaging you the other day about is just like if you add another lottery pick to that Warriors team, like it's going to be really, really interesting moving forward. And they have like a potential to really set up like a – not like a – yeah, I mean, yeah, like a Spurs-like dynasty even. Yeah, no, nah, no, for for sure, right? Because they do have Minnesota's pick, and that that pick is probably one of the better picks in a long time in like league mm-hmm. history. Like that's probably one of the best picks you could have. Oh yeah, this they got draft out of that, and then they still have Wiseman, right? So it's mm-hmm. just like they could move. Say like Bradley Beal decides, I right, I, I want to cut. They could compete with the Knicks with an offer with a solid. You getting Wiseman, you getting like say like the third pick in this draft. Yeah, their future is just as bright as any of these like up and coming teams. And it's scary because we just saw like we could get into this because we just saw how Steph played this whole season. He's an NBA uh, MVP finalist, right? And mm-hmm. they're gonna have a whole bunch of talent coming in. They already have you know a, a defensive. One of the better defensive players the uh, in the league, and you saw how he played Anthony Davis in the playing game. Like Anthony Davis was struggling yeah. to get his shot off. He was struggling to get in position. He was it, 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 he looked very passive in that game. What was your thoughts on the Warrior Laker game? What, it was a classic, though. It was, it was a classic. Oh, it was a great game, and especially that first half gave you a lot of like throwbacks to the that like uh, was it seventy two win Warrior team yeah uh, yeah yeah yeah. right yeah, the like, three-point shooting and all that uh, yeah, to me it was so like it was all based around Steph and even without clay you saw like you said draymond like really stepping up his defense on ad and really working out of, like whenever they double team Steph, they just passed it to draymond and he would work that five on four and it was just so impressive to see that he was still able to do that at that level because you don't see it all the time from Draymond because like it doesn't pop out to you on the stat sheet things that he does all the time but like that game I mean I can't remember what his stat line was exactly but I remember looking at it and being like that's the most like Draymond Green like stat line this is he did like a little bit of like everything like one or two of something in almost every category and it's it's that team's so well constructed and the fact that they're gonna be adding like the level of talent that they're having with Clay coming back is just it scares me. And and uh, they, they got some dogs, man. I like uh, Toscano Juan Anderson, whatever his name is. I, <laughs> I like him. He's he's a good role player. He brings oh, that sure. energy, that toughness. He was shooting the ball extremely well. Him and Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole hit a couple of clutch shots. Almost uh, had a crazy dunk. Man, he almost <laughs> bodied LeBron. I was like, I jumped out my seat. I was like, damn, he almost got him. But yeah. he's too weak. He's too he's too weak. LeBron, LeBron was not gonna let Honestly, that I don't know. I was surprised I didn't call a foul on that. But yeah, right. Yeah. It's LeBron. He'll get away with it. And then the the shot that you know pretty much sealed the game. He's talking about he saw three rims. Like, come on, bro. Just take the <laughs> just bro. It was a great shot, and just leave it as that. We will remember this shot forever. Yeah, just, you don't need to add all the extra, make it seem crazier than it really is. Like you see, uh, CJ McCollum tweeted out about yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, he's an actor, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> and my dad is a huge LeBron fan. And uh-huh. he's, and he's like one of those Knicks fans that like are just tired of the BS. Like he doesn't even like. He's not really too inspired by this season because he's. He's been a Knicks fan. Like he's tired yeah. of it. At so this point, it, just like expecting it. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like, like he won't care unless it's like some longevity. Like he sees it like the next two seasons. I think he'll be one hundred percent on board. Uh huh. But uh, he was saying how like LeBron was like, like he was just. We we were pretty much just super excited about the shot, 
And he was saying how LeBron is probably the greatest player he's ever seen. And, and, and I don't know about that. We can get into a whole debate about Jordan and LeBron. <laughs> that could be a whole pod. That could be a whole pod, but me and my dad were going back and forth after that game. Like, like nah. <laughs> like, nah. That's not happening. Like, it was a good shot, man. We yeah, got to see yeah. them in the playoffs. Yeah, he didn't – I mean, LeBron didn't even look like 100% that game either. You saw, like, he had trouble with Wiggins and, like, the paint a few yeah. times there. Yeah. And, like, I mean, it's going to be really interesting to see how healthy – they play they come out in this actual series because i mean i don't think they'll have any problems in the series but i think that they'll be able to you'll be able to see if like injuries are really going to be an ongoing issue throughout the whole playoffs sure right so like they play the suns right and then it's it's going to be interesting because the Suns just don't have the big man to throw out there on the court on like, cause they, the Lakers have Drummond, they got Montrezl Harrell, they got caught Casal, they got Anthony Davis. They got, they got a couple of big men and like the Suns only got really Aiden and Dario Sarge and Jim Yeah, I like Smith. Aiden a lot though. Aiden had like an underrated season. He's put up like 18 points a game or something crazy. Yeah. I mean, he's he's a solid player, but he's going to be defending Anthony Davis. And, oh, uh, yeah. You know, it's just I think it's a lot to ask for him defensively. Definitely. I think it's a lot. I think that's going to be a big point in the game. Uh, but the Suns are super competitive defensively on the wings. Uh, LeBron James, is he's going to have like it depends, right? Because you got to see how he comes back from injury and how he adapts because Jay Crowder is going to be physical with him. Mikel is going to be as long could be physical with him. It's going to be interesting. Uh, Devin Booker, if they're even going to be competitive, take this to six or seven. Devin and Chris Paul got to play out of their minds. Do you that, think um, Do you think going into the series that the starting lineup is going to be with Andre Drummond in the starting lineup, or do you think Davis will play the five? Interesting, right? Because I know Anthony Davis doesn't like playing the five at all. Right, and but... Prisingas always <laughs> didn't like playing the five. <laughs> Yeah, but he's but the Lakers are the best when he's at the five, right? Definitely, right. So they'll probably start out the game with probably Drummond or Marcus Sol out there, but mm-hmm. as the game goes, they probably not do that because it's it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know because because their best basketball is played when AD is at the five, and oh, I think a lot I mean, of I heard on the the uh, that Zach Lowe podcast I was listening to today. I said that I think Davis is plus 25, like Davis at center, they're plus 25 per 100 possessions, which is in the 99th percentile of like all offensive lineups and the 99th percentile of all defensive lineups. Yeah, it's going just like ridiculous. They're, they're absurd whenever AD plays a five. And I just, at what like, the thing I was, it was a concern to me, like I said, whenever Przingis was here, because I always thought he was better off at the five just because the mismatches you create. And I understand like, in the regular season, you don't want to match up against be posting up against like Mark Gasol for 82 games if you're Przingis or like AD or like you know against some traditional center. All that banging, all right, and that takes a toll on your body. But I think like in the course of a playoffs, especially like a mismatch playoff series, that like if that's really like that much of your lineup, I think it's something you kind of like almost have to make your player do, even if he really doesn't want to do it. Yeah, for sure. Um, defensively, it's going to be interesting to see what uh, uh, Schroeder, you know, Caruso, uh, THT, you know, is the, what's their scheme against Booker and, and Chris Paul? Because, you know, the Suns, they like to they like to throw Booker on the elbow and let him operate. It's going to be interesting if they throw double teams at him right away or they're going to let him heat up. It, that was one thing you saw a little bit out of um, down the stretch. You saw Aiton. Whenever they would double team Chris Paul or um, Booker, that he actually did a pretty good job passing out of um, situations, kind of like with Draymond. Um, that whenever he'd be playing, like if they were double team him, he would just find the open man, and they would just hit that and turn that into a really. Yeah, yeah, it's a. I think he developed. Yeah, it's a good part of this game that he developed. You, hello, hello. Go ahead, go ahead. I was just saying, um, Aiden did a really good job, like passing out of 
um, whenever there was double team and one of the guards would pass to eight and then eight wouldn't do a really good job at finding the open man and knocking down a shot. And that's something that, I mean, I think that's really going to be the key to that series being competitive is a, the health of AD and LeBron and then B just how well the Suns, their rotational players, their role players really knock down open shots whenever they get the opportunity. Uh, would you, who who you got winning? Uh, I think the Lakers still win probably in six games, maybe seven. But I mean, it, I don't know. It's just really hard for me to pick against the Lakers right now. What about you? Um, if the Lakers are slowly getting into the process, six. If the Lakers are back into the rhythm and they're good and they come out the gates, I don't think Phoenix has enough talent. Probably five. If the Lakers are if, in game one, if you see them like get up and ready to play, it, I think it's over in five. Um, yeah. Next series uh, I wanted to talk about real quick was the Nuggets Blazers on the West. Uh, interesting series. More, it's probably going to be a little bit more competitive than you think because of the absence of Jamal Murray. Uh, it's going to be interesting how they defend those guards uh, and Dame and CJ. Uh, Capazzo, Monte Morris, I don't know. But, but, but Capazzo is a decent, you know, decent little defender. At 5'9", like, he'll get up all up in your face. Like, he'll, he'll play physical. Like, I watched a few, you know, the Denver games I saw, like, he – He's going to be in there. You saw, the, like, the annoyance he was against the Knicks, bro. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's had a great, like, start to his NBA career. I mean, he's been – like you said, he's a, he's a pest defensively. He's one of those on um, Matthew Del Vadova. Yeah. On defense yeah. that just really gets under your skin. Uh, but as far as um, the series, it's going to – the keys to me is uh, how well Jokic plays because Jokic has to play out of his mind. Uh, mm-hmm. Michael Porter Jr. has to be that second fiddle offensively. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. If he it's has his to... first time in the playoffs, too. So, I mean, it's going to be, you know, baptism by fire for a player like that. Now, I think it's the second time. He was in there in the bubble. Oh, was, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, he had a minute. He had, like, a, I think he came off the bench, I think. I'm, I'm not yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah, that's right. But if they do want to win this series, um, you, you have to at least expect 20-ish points, 22, 23. I, I don't know if it's a lot to add from him right now, but if they do want to win, he's a, he's the second-best offensive weapon that they have, right, off the ball. Yeah, and, I the mean, ball. the good thing for that, him, too, is that Portland's not, like, a great defensive team. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he'll be able to – his strength is offense, and I think he's going to be able to get a bucket pretty much whenever – as far as Portland, uh, how do you feel like, you know, how do you feel like they're going to adjust to the series? Because, you know, they do suck on defense. Uh, mm. Their big man situation, you know, I guess you could like Nurkic is going to be pissed about the whole Denver getting traded for Jokic, for the development of Jokic. I don't know if that's going to play. He's going to step up. You know how sometimes, you know, guys yeah. take on the challenge. I don't know if that's going to happen. You see yeah. a lot of that in the regular season <laughs> when, you know, it means a lot more to one player than the other player. Yeah. When you're in the playoffs and the seven games series out, that's going to take too much into account there. Yeah. Right. And then um, Norman Powell, how he guards up. Right. Yeah. He's been playing a lot better since, I mean, they started off that trade after that trade, they played so poorly for a while there. It was really surprising, but towards the end of the season, they really started to get it together. Ain't it funny? As soon as we t- spoke about them with uh, Cohen, they turned it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they turned it up. I noticed, I'm like, yo, hold up. When they started winning all these games to even not like, and I looked, I'm like, like pretty much the exact time we made that pod. Like, yo, they've been, they've been playing pretty well. Uh, who do you got? Who do you got? I still probably have Denver. Yeah. Oh, damn, you do. Yeah, that's it's gonna be a really good series. Nah, yeah, this is going seven. This is definitely going seven, bro. Yeah, but, I think this and the the Heat Bucks are probably the two most competitive series in the first round. Damn, it's I can't disrespect Damon CJ like that without Murray. Jokic <laughs> is gonna just go down there and beat him by himself. Dude, yeah, uh, like said, it all comes down to Michael Porter Jr. Really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I got Blazers in seven. I, I can't be like that. I got Blazers. I got to think logical. Don't don't be emotional, Hamza. I want to do it, but I just I've I've had my heart broken on so many bets with the Blazers that I'm a little hesitant. I'm gun shy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that, that's me with the Rockets. Yep. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. So Mavericks against the Clippers. Uh, Luca's. I mean, like Luca had his way against them last year, right? They threw Paul and Kawhi. to an extent. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it's gonna be interesting because KP don't know how his health is gonna be throughout the series. That that's like the major concern with that team. Defensively, Always. defensively, I don't know how much I don't know how they could hold up, but offensively, it's probably what's gonna keep them in game. So like Luca created so much offense. It's gonna be interesting. Uh Kawhi and Paul George. Like Paul George has to play well this all uh this postseason to me. Like it's do if you don't play well, Kawhi is going to leave you. He did not sign that extension because he wants to see what's up in the playoffs. Like, how do you think yeah. this series is gonna go, man? Personally, I still think it's gonna be the Clippers in probably six games. I mean, I really Denver just doesn't seem like they're they haven't really had it all together. Like, I mean, I guess KP is kind of the X factor in that if he is playing, like, he played in the bubble last year, you saw, like, how competitive the series was last year. Yeah, it was great, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can see it really be a competitive series, but I don't really know where KP's at right now. He's just so erratic in terms of his health and what he can do on defense, especially, and then offense, he's just a little streaky, which he's he's always been a little streaky. But, I mean, Luka's such a special player. He can keep you in pretty much any game. So I wouldn't count the Mavs out but I just think at the end of the day the Clippers have too much talent and that they're not going to try they're not going to mess around like they did last year I think they're going to come out a little fired up about how they played last year and hopefully see them kind of put their foot uh their foot on the pedal what what are you what's your prediction for the series definitely the Clippers in five or six probably five I don't like the Mavericks to me, the Mavericks, they just they just don't step up to the plate defensively. Mm-hmm. Um that's the biggest issue. Yeah. Like KP unavailable. Like KP's injury has been like a huge concern. Because I mean, like, what are you gonna do? Put him at like, if you want to be your best lineup, you probably have KP at the five. And is he like even physically like durable enough to bang with big exactly? Exactly. Line? And then I don't even think he's I don't even think, uh, at least for this season, at least for right now, what he is right now physically, he can't even protect the rim. He can't no. slide his feet like he did before when he was with us. He can't do a lot of the stuff he he, he did when he, he was in the Knicks jersey. Yeah, exactly. He is a shell of himself. So the the Clippers, everybody's on their game, probably five, uh, probably five. And it, yeah. Yeah. Right. Clippers are good, man. They're, <laughs> they're no one's messing around on that team this year. And then they and they got Rondo. And mm-hmm. the only team the only team that, that I see Rondo. knocking them off. Yeah, the only team I could see knocking them off is the Lakers, right? It's a healthy Lakers team. Yeah, and they're not gonna see them, I guess, until the finals or the conference finals, but and then Utah, uh Utah pretty much plays the winner of uh Warriors and Memphis. So, you know. Uh switching over to the Heat. Uh, switching over to the East, I want to talk about the Heat and uh, the Heat versus the Bucks. I can't, I can't wait for this series. I have my popcorn. I have my weed. I have everything. I am ready for this. Everything series. you need, man. I'm ready. Uh, a rematch from last year's series. I was shocked that they that they beat them last year. Right? I was, I was like, what the fuck? Even mm. before the Giannis injuries, like defensively, they was on them, and like they have the personnel for Giannis. The only big change is the Drew Holiday addition. Is it that much of a difference for them to win the series against the Heat? Like, what are your, what are your opinions, man? So much to think. I mean, so much. honestly, like, I mean, I'm a, as big of a Drew Holiday fan as, like, anybody. I think he's one of the most underrated players in the league year in, year out. But <laughs> the Heat are just such a matchup issue for them. Like, I know – um Bam didn't play a ton against uh, Giannis specifically, like matchup wise in the last year. But I think Bam just causes so many issues for a player like Giannis and the offense that's built around like attacking the rim because of how good, how good of a defender he is and the amount that like, changes their team. Like, I think they are a much better team in terms of like they're more versatile. There's different things that they can do now. Like that they couldn't do. Right. But yeah, I mean, like, 
the improvement over Bledsoe is is huge. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong, but I just really still think that the Heat have the edge in that series, and that I mean, you saw last year, weren't the Bucks up two zero last year before they lost that series? Uh I don't think so. No, I think they were trailing the whole time, bro. I think they lost in five games. No. Oh, maybe. I don't no, know. no, no. They were down, like, I think 0-2. I think they were down 0-2 or 0-3. Yeah, okay. Well, either way, I mean. It was a pretty it, lopsided series. That's why I said it was like, God damn, like, what is going on? Yeah, I mean, that's what kind of also surprised me is um, that the Bucks, um didn't play or that the Heat didn't play Jimmy that game against the Bucks to end the year. Oh, oh did they? They did yeah, yeah, they rested uh, Jimmy that game, and it's just like th- those two teams. Like they, if the Bucks really wanted, they could have like went out there and tried to avoid that matchup again. They kind of went head on into it, and I mean, it shows you that the Bucks aren't scared of the Heat. But I mean, if you give me a comparison between like them and what the Clippers did to kind of avoid the Lakers, I mean, if you're telling me it's like. If the if the Bucks lose again this series, like you're gonna tell me that like you wouldn't have wished that your team tried to avoid the Heat at all costs for like as long as possible. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, because like, people I mean, make fun of the Clippers right for trying to avoid the Lakers. Yeah, that's but what I'm saying. Like, bro, I'm, Until they, it bites you in the ass. Yeah, and then when you win the championship, it doesn't matter. Like nobody's talking about the Lakers played a broke a broken up Portland team and right. Bubble, right. Nobody nobody talks about that, right? So. Definitely. And and they been they and they beat up on it emotionally like that's like they the Nuggets pretty much won a championship when they beat the Clippers down three mm-hmm. one so they pretty much like people you're right people it doesn't matter because people people are not gonna talk about it your journey to the player they're gonna care about the chip right mm-hmm. I, I and I, I agree I agree um as far like who do you got man who do you got who do you got because so much factors right because Giannis has to overcome. The, the defensive scheme that, that they're going to bring to him. He has to, he has to have 40, 45 games. Like he, he has to bring it. He has to be the engine. He has to be the leader of that team. Chris Middleton has to play well. Like that, that mm-hmm. like Chris, I need at least 25 from you. Like if this is going to be a championship run, I need, I need you to average 23, 25. I don't know if it's too much to ask from you, but you are a max player, man. And it, you need to step up this playoffs. Um, Drew Holiday. I'm a fan of Drew Holiday. Maybe not as much as you are, but I am because I did question if it was that much of an upgrade, if you based on the numbers, because they were like an amazing defensive team last year. But in situations like this, I agree, Holiday is a better uh, alternative than uh, what Bledsoe would give. Um, <sighs> Me, it's my. I just really don't like Eric Bledsoe more. <laughs> more than more than more than this about Drew, but he so lost in New Orleans. I think he was pretty devastated from the trade, and he's. I think I don't know. We'll see what Eric Bledsoe does next year. I don't, I don't know. Eric Bledsoe had a terrible year this year. Yeah, yeah, but um, man, I got the Bucks in six. Yeah, I have the Bucks in six or seven, definitely. I mean, I think it's gonna be a good series, but like, I don't think that. I just don't think there's enough there that, like, I mean, I don't know if the Heat are what the Heat want to be and what everybody expects the Heat to be and what they were last year, then they're I not just, the same team as last year. They they're opinion. definitely not the same team as last year, but I still think that they're talented enough to stop Giannis, which is crazy because before this year he was the two-time MVP, but I mean... I just think they don't have enough around Giannis yet or ever really. So, I mean, yeah, like I said, probably Buck or uh, the Heat in six or seven. Oh, he he's six or seven. Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. Oh, did you uh, pick the Bucks? Yeah, yeah. I, I, oh, I, I thought you meant the Heat. My bad. No, I got the Bucks in six, man. I, I, I don't know. I like the Drew Holiday edition a lot. I really um, like her, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think, I think that's going to be a big difference. Uh, seeing this team again for the second time in a row in the playoffs, nah, they there's no way Giannis could lose in the first round. I, I can't vision that, but I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if it went, no, yeah, it's definitely gonna be a good series regardless. Um, so the Celtics play Brooklyn, which is 
not going to be the most interesting of the first round matchups because we can kind of expect what's going to happen. Maybe Tatum will have a game or he'll, he'll, he'll probably take one. But maybe, Ke- maybe Campbell will have like a throwback game. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Give us something to watch. Maybe. But I think this day is just too much, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're overmatched. I mean, that, with Brown, it's like a fun series to watch. It's still yeah. Nets win. Yeah. But without him, it's just that's too much to put on Tatum to try to overcome three Hall of Famers. Like, it just it is uh, what it is. Uh, um, all three of them healthy from Brooklyn? I think so. Yeah. They all played their uh, last few regular season games, or last like two regular season games or something like that. And I try to try to watch it. The least Brooklyn games is like, I probably watched. Yeah, like two, yeah no, I didn't like, watch them, but I just remember everybody like tweeting about like, oh, they're finally playing together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I watched the only game I watched was vividly like from front to end was that game against the Bucks where where Giannis put up like forty five on them, forty six. The only one I can honestly say I watched like from start to finish was like the one where right after the Harden trade where we put. The Knicks play the Nets and KD pretty much. Yeah, like I mean, other really from the Knicks games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I watch all seventy. I watch all eighty-two. Yeah. Niggas. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, I watch pretty much all of them. But that that KD one sticks out for some reason is like particularly painful because I thought we had a shot to win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so pretty much Brooklyn in five, right? Yo, yo, before before we cap off, um, you know, Bill Simmons was he said uh, like you know he's a big Celtics fan. Him and Kevin O'Connor, and they were saying mm-hmm. you know, how um how they, they they they're not even gonna watch this series because every time like they're gonna get whipped by Kyrie Kyrie's gonna drop like 45 and they're just gonna dap them up like this is the most pussiest scared Celtics team in a while and, and I was like I was pretty shocked listening to that because but I can't can't even he's not even lying man this Celtics team no, is, yeah, yeah I was gonna say he's, he's not really making it up yeah I mean. but <laughs> yeah yeah it's yeah, it, it it's pretty sad. Like, like Kyrie is pretty much gonna cook him, and then he's gonna get daps yeah. and hugs from them. Like, That's gonna be the funny thing is, is like it's like almost like the ultimate revenge game for like the Kevin Garnett Paul Pierce trade is like yo, you, like, just have, you have Kate, you have Kyrie now, and yeah, <laughs> they yeah. used to be a Celtic, and he's gonna fucking clown you guys and probably sweep you in four games, not five. I mean, it. It's it's gonna be fun to watch yeah. for I, the talent aspect, but outside outside of watching like individual players, this, this series shouldn't be that competitive. Yo, I didn't even think about that till now. The Brooklyn and the Celtics yeah, all comes bro. full circle. Yo, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That, uh, I man, if I'm Celtics, yo, I'm pissed. I'm pissed. Yeah. I'm pissed. What? You thought you got off slick with that Isaiah Thomas trade? Fucking thought, man. Man, so uh, Celtics, I got the, I mean, I got the Brooklyn in probably five. Yeah, yeah, four or five, definitely. Um, the next series, uh, the the Wizards and the and the Sixers, um, Beal and Russ, they're gonna go head to head. It's gonna be interesting how who Ben Simmons guards. He's probably gonna be on uh on Bradley Beal because you know Simmons could probably guard one through four on that team. Uh. I don't know. They don't have an answer for Embiid, though. Like, I don't see them stop. Embiid's probably going to average, like, 35 to th- 30 to 35 in that series. Um, but it's just the wings, man. And and Wizards, like, the Wizards' wings, like, uh, Bertans coming off the bench. Mm-hmm. The others got to produce if they even want it. Even if they have a slim chance, maybe we get uh, MVP Westbrook, like, it's gonna be hard for the for the Wizards, but it's gonna be an interesting series and definitely one of the more entertaining ones. Uh, yeah, yeah it'll be interesting seeing how much like Gafford plays at center and how he fares against like Joel Embiid and Dwight Howard. Those are some like dominant bigs to go yeah. up against, like a kind of like not like a necessarily huge weak spot for the Wizards, but I mean it's definitely not their strength either. So I mean, I mean yeah, I mean Sixers are just so talented this year. I mean they're the number one seed for a reason, but I I I think they sweep this series. Now you do, you do. Damn. What about you? Me being a Westbrook fan is just hard to be like, yo, you're just gonna sweep him. I, I don't know. I think Westbrook gets you at least a game. Beal probably gets you a game. Just being respectful, like I, I don't know, because like, a sweep <laughs> is just like, but 
like Philly is just so dominant defensively. Like Thibault yeah. has become like 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 Swin said like before. Like he's become one of the better perimeter defenders. He's probably top seven if you really if you really look in the league. Like dude is locked down, especially the like the schemes they're gonna run this postseason. He's a perfect fit. Simmons is gonna be doing Ben Simmons things. Man, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just just off the respect of Bill and Westbrook, I'm gonna say Sixers and five. I I can't say the sweep because yeah, yeah, because if he if they do get swept, how does Bill feel like going to the summer, right? And if Westbrook plays like he did in that playing game, they're gonna get swept. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I don't know. And then Scott Brooks is probably the worst coach in the league. Like him and Luke Orton yeah. are like boxing for like the worst coach in the league. I feel like they, they hired him to try to bring KD there and then just had no backup plan. Like, <laughs> All right. I guess we're just going to keep you here. I guess we'll let you live out this contract because what else are we going to do? Oh, he, I don't know. Like he, he calls the like timeouts to the, the worst situations. Yeah. No, he's a horrible guy. Like, <laughs> I don't understand how he still has his job. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Sixers and five, you got them sweeping. You know, it'll be mm-hmm. interesting to see how that plays out. Um, last but not least, you know, we're in Knicks pod, so I had to save the last for least because this is probably going to be the most interesting series for us. Uh, the Knicks and Hawks, man, like the number one, like the Knicks have been super dominant against the Hawks, super dominant. Like Randall has been damn near Jordan 30. He's averaging like 37 points against them. like 49% from three or something crazy. <sighs> they, they, they're not going to be able to guard him. Right? John Collins is too soft, too. He's too weak. I think and, they're going to put a lot of Capella. But Capella's too slow. I don't know. I agree. And I think Capella's going to get in foul trouble if they try to do that. Yeah, but I think that's like the best chance at slowing down Julius as they have is just like kind of like putting Capella on him and like making him like work in the paint. Because otherwise, if Julius can get to the paint on Collins like all night, it's just not even like it's not going to be a series if they just let him get that. So I don't know. I think they got to try something. I heard um like as I heard like they're gonna like I was listening to other pods talk about the playoffs and um they were saying like they should throw the Andre Hunter in there. And see if yeah, he could I think he, He's probably gonna start. Yeah, right. Because he, but he's missed the whole year. I'm not really worried about him. Like he's gonna be trying to recover from that injury. And I, I don't mm-hmm. know how. Yeah, he's a good defender, him. man. Yeah. Uh, but how? Like, what do you? How do you feel like they're gonna guard Trey Young? Like, how do you think Tip should go about it? Because the Elford oh, and Frank cause, thing. Because like, I mean, Elf is horrible. Obviously, <laughs> like everybody knows this. Like, I'm, I'm not breaking news to anybody here. But I mean. D Rose didn't really do much better guarding Trey Young either. I mean, D Rose isn't like a plus defender at this no, point in his no. career, and he's not going to be able to handle with his knees players like young and talented as Trey. And I mean, I think Frank can come in and at least make him work for for a while. And I know Trey didn't really shoot particularly well against us. He scored a lot of points, but hasn't really been very efficient in the three regular season games. But I mean. I don't know. I don't think that I don't think Trey Young is going to get. I hope at least Trey Young is going to get the whistle that he got in the regular season. And even though DeAndre Hunter's back and by all accounts he's like healthy, I think that lineup adjustment. I'm assuming he's going to start and try to guard Julius, and that's a tall task for someone who hasn't played the entire season. I mean, I don't care how good you are, just you haven't had to defend a pl- all NBA caliber player at that position. And he's probably, he's, he's definitely like a outmatched physically in terms of like weight and strength and size and everything like that. So I don't know. I, I, I think the Knicks take the series in six, but Atlanta's probably has more overall talent on their bench when everybody's healthy right now. So it's, it's, it's going to be a really good series. I'm, it's 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 the playoff series I wanted because I think it's the one we have the best shot at winning, but at the same time, it doesn't mean it's like a a walk in the park and it's going to be a sweep for the Knicks or anything like that. What are your thoughts on the series? Well, like when I think about the series, I think about like, how we're going to go Trey Young. So, like, like at this point, I think it's obvious that Tibbs is going to play Alfred Payton. 
he's gonna he's gonna start out the game with Alfred Payton. A few minutes, yeah. Yeah, and then he's gonna try to transition into like D Rose. Maybe Frank gets on him. It's gonna be interesting how they officiate Frank because every time Frank is on the court, he gets un- instant foul. In- instant fouls, like bro, like he can't like before touch they even inbound the ball. They're calling <laughs> a foul. <laughs> it's like bro, he can't touch nobody. Like it's just Frank. Like Frank, Frank has special rules tied to him on the court. <laughs> yep. And I think in the playoffs they do. They do swallow the whistle a little bit more. And hopefully, you know, Frank can take advantage of that against Trey Young. As far, like, they do have, like, a lot of decent scores in Gallinari and Bogdan and um, Kevin Herter. It's going to be interesting how, you know, Reggie Bullock. The, it's going to be interesting how Tibbs uses Reggie Bullock, right? Because yeah. does he throw him on – does he throw him on Trey Young? Because uh, Macri, on last, on last pod that Macri had, he was saying – like he would throw Reggie Bullock on him just to start the game, like f- straight out the opening tip, which is a way that tips can go too. But, but then Reggie gets in foul trouble. Then what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And then Reggie's a big part of our offense, the way he mm. spreads the floor. So it is, it's, it's, I don't know. I think Knicks fans saw uh, how we beat them up in a regular season, but they wasn't a hundred percent take to play devil's advocate. They wasn't 100% in yeah. any of those games, any of those games. No, so, that's, that's another concern for them. It's just that they are kind of an injury-prone team that, I mean, I don't think, obviously, they seem the healthiest they've been all year, but you never know what could happen in the playoff series either. Yeah, exa- exactly. So it's going to be interesting to see how Atlanta is coached, how they defend us on how they defend Randall, right? Like, mm-hmm. do they allow – who, who they throw on him and how how early do they send a double team do they let randall cook right away or are they just not allowing his bullshit from the beginning right it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be interesting um burks but i would like you know burks needs to have with the offensive power that they have burks i need bro i need you to average at least 18 in this series quickly i need you to have efficient minutes like can't make mistakes and I wonder yeah. how I wonder how much he plays. I wonder how how much Tibbs plays, you know, the starters and how much Obi gets in, right? I think Obi has to see minutes just because of the position he plays. Where like when Randall comes off the bench, like who else do you throw in there? So he's definitely gonna be part of the rotation. But I can't see him really like. I I think Tibbs would ideally only play Obi about like eight to ten minutes a game at most. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. And it's going to be interesting to see how they handle the Capella thing on the board. Mm-hmm. I, I just, right, he's going to eat on the boards. I'm talking 20, 15. Oh, boards yeah, I think at, he's at, at 20 almost every game we played against him when he's played. So, yeah. So, um, and, you know, that goes for my next thing is like, um, how much minutes is he going to play uh, Taj? Because Taj is more of a stockier dude and he, he matches up Capella better than what Noel would, right? Noel has a big problem against heavy, you know, heavy set, uh, big yeah. man. So Noel's Noel's skinny man. Yeah, yeah. Pogo stick, but he's skinny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So, and then, but you know, the garden is gonna be there. It's gonna be man. I, I haven't yeah, fifteen thousand. And then uh, the tickets, man. The tickets thing was. I know. I'm second guessing now. I might, I might have to make my way out there somehow. So, you saw Dolan in the, in his press conference? Yeah, I saw that. That was, that was like the most likable Dolan's ever been ever said. So. <laughs> For sure, yeah, man. I'll, I'll take it. it. I'll take it. <laughs> Any positive press on Dolan is 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 well needed. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I I've never been on that bandwagon with the the Dolan thing because it's been obvious, like like he hasn't touched basketball. He just hired idiots. Yeah, the past few like, since the Phil since he hired Phil Jackson, at least like. He hasn't really been super involved in anything, I don't think. No, no, I don't know. Yeah, he hasn't. Like, and then I don't know. I don't know. You know how the out it's not even us. Like, we know, like the, the core fan base, like we know we're not dumb. We follow the team every day. We we know the stuff. It's just the people from the outside. Yeah. And no, we're all the like extra extracurriculars about like James Dolan and like Spike Lee stuff and the fan stuff. It's like, I mean, it's annoying, but like it doesn't affect the day-to-day of any players' lives, like, at all. So, I mean, like, I, I, I think this stuff gets blown up a lot, and it's, like, annoying to deal with as a Knicks fan, especially when you're losing. 
that we can point to that and be like, oh, see, this is why you guys are horrible. But like when things are going well, everybody gets a lot more quiet. So I, mean, I don't know. I'm, ha- I'm happy we're at where we're at right now. Yeah, for sure. Um, before we wrap this up, uh, you know, predictions, man, finals predictions. So we could go back when it actually happens and we could see if we was right or wrong. Who, who do we got, man, in the final? I got Heat versus Clippers, Doc versus Old Squad. Heat versus I'm mean, not Heat Clippers, if I can Clippers versus uh Sixers, my bad. Okay, okay, okay. Um I probably got Brooklyn versus the Clippers. Can't yeah, lie. I mean, yeah, it's, it's yeah. either Brooklyn or Philly, I think. So and that series is gonna be amazing. Like when it's gonna it, be crazy just because the matchups are so wild. Like you can throw Simmons on one of like Harden or Kyrie, whatever, probably Harden, and then Joel and B just gonna eat in the paint because they have nobody that can do a thing about what team can about. stop Joel and B. Let's, let's keep it and real. What, they what, maybe what the Lakers team can start stop Joel and B. Yet alone a team without any real centers. Like I mean, DeAndre Jordan's like ancient. I don't think. I mean, I don't know. He's just not. Bro, he's only he's, in the league because he's cool with Katie and Kyrie. That is exactly, the only reason why. He's exactly, it's definitely the only reason he's a starter. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Um. You know, Blake Griffin, he's actually played more of a big role than people yeah, thought I think, he would. I think this first series, uh, he'll probably start at center because, I mean, I don't think they're playing, what, Charlotte? In the first round? Or no, who are they playing in the first round? No, we just played, they, uh, they played the Celtics. Celtics, that's right. Celtics don't really have any big centers, is what I meant to say. Is, um, they don't really have like, any, like, you know, players that are like, that. I don't think they have any, like, no one that Blake Griffin really have like, uh, a hard time with, right? A hard time with, you know, like, I think the, the offensive amount they'll gain from having him on the floor outweighs any like, mismatch that they'll have the other way around. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, Yeah, that, that, that's pretty much uh everything that we was going to talk about. Uh, <laughs> Make sure to check us out on, follow us on Twitter. Make sure to follow us on Twitter. Uh, We're on SoundCloud now. Soon we're gonna be on Spotify and Apple. Still waiting for the confirmation. That's gonna be that's in the works. Uh, we got some brand new cover art, some sexy cover art. Ooh, yeah, Corner Three Pod, man. We're the best podcast. Count. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, well, peace out, peace out man.